keep on the sunny side, always on the sunny side, keep on the sunny side of life. It will help us every day, it will brighten all the way, if we keep on the sunny side of life. Hey everybody, how you doing? This is Glenn and welcome to the Glenn Thanks the Podcast, episode 110. I hope that everybody's doing alright since last we spoke, or since last I spoke. I hope you're doing pretty good since the last time I just said a lot of stuff and didn't listen to anything. <laughs> this is like a one-sided conversation here, man. But I'm glad that you're here. Thanks for... Uh, Thanks for listening. I know that I released a podcast earlier in the week and I'm doing another one um, just because I got time, because I got time, because I got a little bit of time off from work for the 4th of July uh, weekend. And so, I mean, there's not a lot to do when when you kind of got to socially distance from everybody, you know, small gatherings, stuff like that. But, I mean, that's what I'm going to keep doing until, you know further notice but uh but baseball is back and i'm really excited that baseball is coming back it's like it's gonna be a 60 game season but i'm like super excited about that so that'll give me something to uh to actually look forward to in life you know (laughs) when i wake up every morning now i'll I'll say oh it's base there's baseball you know i won't have to look for a reason to uh to go on (laughs) no i'm just kidding no i'm just kidding you start every day with a with with gratitude in your heart for everything that you have and uh and you can't go wrong that way man something that i have been struggling with is my like i talked about i called it face aids that i've been having problems with where the skin around my eyes just has been drying up and i even have some i even had like some rashes pop up on my hand and I was like what is this about you know and uh and so I was like what I'll do is you know I'll I'll go to an urgent care a small urgent care that I usually go to when I have like a you know sinus infection or strep or something like that and I'll go to this urgent care and it's like really small and it's like you're in and out of there and you can get on their website and make an appointment right so i was like well since i'm gonna have a little bit of time off from work just on one of those days i'll go on the website ahead of time and i'll make you know my appointment for first thing in the morning so i don't have to be around a lot of people i can be in and out of there it'll be quick right so um so i logged onto their website and i was looking at uh like the times available and then i saw at the top it said like we're a COVID 19 testing site and I was like, man, nah, <laughs> nah, nah, dog. And uh, so what I did was I just downloaded an app 
like this little app where you can see a doctor like you can video chat you can pick your doctor video chat with your doctor and so i got on there it was pretty slick man it's a pretty dope little app and it's like 80 bucks i think 79 80 dollars uh which if you think about it i mean even if you have like a if you have like a, a deductible and your deductible is not met that's like a good deal to see a doctor for like 80 bucks you upload pictures of whatever's wrong with you right and uh and i had like uh i had a the rash on my hands the my eyes were drying out around my eyes and then like not to be crass but my penis had started to itch and i was like it's like grandma always says ain't nothing worse than an itchy penis <laughs> i'm just kidding grandma never said that and that's i'm sorry but i mean when that started happening i was like man those are just my symptoms i'm not being like trying to be off color that's just what's going on and i was like man i can't be having this like this this something's got to happen you know and so i've had a picture of my hands and my eyes and uh and that's what i uploaded for the doctor to see because the the rash on my hand was like kind of blotchy and weird looking and uh and and so i just hit first available doctor and like from the the process took all together i think the process probably took about 30 minutes with the paperwork and then i just hit first available doctor you know and this old doctor he was cool man he he talked to me for about 15 minutes and then he actually called me back and was like i was thinking that it could be this too and i'm like well it's probably not that but he gave me some steroids and uh he gave me some like oral steroids to take and then he gave me some steroid cream to put on my hands and uh and hopefully it'll clear up man it's like the skin around my eyes is flaking but what really made me mad this is what made me mad i called i started calling dermatologists trying to get in and the big one that i called was like we're not taking new patients right now because of the coronavirus i'm like what how messed up is it like if i have the coronavirus or if i think that i have it i'm not gonna go to a dermatologist right like that doesn't even make sense and your doctor so when there's a pandemic going on you know shouldn't you be the ones that are kind of still working you know you're like turning around you're turning away people that are sick because like you don't want to get sick i i really don't understand that it kind of made me mad man it's kind of jacked up the doctors you know that 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 a doctor's office like it's a big practice too with like a bunch of dermatologists i was like surely i can get into like see one of these people right but they turned me away but i do have an appointment and uh with a dermatologist so that's good just in case you were wondering my i am in good hands <laughs> but uh but anyway it was pretty cool man that is something that i recommend to anybody that like especially right now especially with how everything has been kind of sketchy lately if you don't if you have like something simply wrong with you like it's not a big deal you know then uh that's like totally the way to go you know because you can like video chat with the doctor so hopefully i get squared away and uh and the face aids um, that is afflicting me, um, affliction, 
that's a that's a weird word. Whenever I say afflicting or affliction, I don't say it that often, but I always think of those affliction. Remember those affliction shirts that people wore all the time? Like I had a few friends that wear them that had they were there was just too much going on on them on them shirts, man. Like the wings and the skulls and I mean they were really complicated. You see a lot of people like midlife crisis dudes wearing affliction shirts. You know? Not that, I mean, I'm not judging. Do whatever you got to do, but just, I don't know. They kind of always look dumb to me. But uh, but anyway, I thought today, like, <laughs> I thought today I wanted to talk about something. I wanted to talk about something because uh, it's just been weighing on me to talk about because I heard, uh, like, I heard one of my nephews uh, get told that, uh, fart wasn't funny. Like he was around a bunch of adults and, uh, and somebody farted. Right. And he was like, (laughs) and he's little, I mean, he's a little dude. And, uh, and they were like, that's not funny. And he was like, yes, it is. You know? And I just thought about that. And I've been thinking about that, you know, since I think about all sorts of things. And I was thinking about how, um, how I was raised and how I was raised to, to, I don't know. I was raised like kind of in a more strict kind of a religious environment. And a lot of things that, that are funny to me, I was taught that they're not funny. Right. And so when I heard that about him, I was like, he's not taught. He wasn't taught that farting was funny he just it just is funny to him right and i was thinking about how like why that's off color because i know that culturally and like in society there's different um there's different cultures and there's different there's different uh types of society that people live in and in some parts of society certain things are funny and in other parts of society you know things are considered crass or off color or not funny but then when I was thinking about I was thinking about like actually farting and I was thinking about how that's not really it's not really like a sexual thing and it's not really I really, when you think about it, it's really not off color. I get where, I get where you might not, there might be certain times when you shouldn't laugh at one. Like if you're in a funeral or if you're at like a job interview, you know, maybe if both people in a job interview, if there was something like that, you would, you would both laugh and break the ice. But I mean... But I mean, like, if you were in the job interview and then you actually pass gas, I mean, do you, people go around trying not to, you know, around other people. That's the whole thing. But there's, it makes a weird noise. It makes a funny noise. And it's always a different kind of noise. Sometimes it doesn't make any noise. Sometimes it makes a lot of noise, you know. Sometimes it's really short and sometimes it's really long. And this has been talked about, I know this has been talked about and analyzed, you know, by people that are a lot more brilliant than me. Um, But, I mean, it sounds like some old broken horn or something, you know. And it's funny. And if it wasn't 
supposed to be funny, then you wouldn't have to try not to laugh. And I remember being young, and I remember, I remember specific like times people would fart or I would fart, and I had to fight laughter. And if if you have to fight laughter, like why why wouldn't why wouldn't you want to laugh? You know, I do believe, like I do believe, like people, like uh, like probably my parents and generations that are older than me. Like, I really, truly believe that they don't think that farts are funny. Like, I really believe that because I've watched people's reactions, you know, as I tried to suppress the joy that, that you know, I would feel like, you know, when you feel the corners of your mouth start to quiver when something's really funny. You know, when someone just rips one at a horrible time. You know, like a during a moment of silence in a church service or something, and you're just like, oh man, you know, oh man. And so, like, so I was thinking about that, and I was like, you know, if if you choose to try to fight that, right? If you try to fight that urge your entire life, think of how many times you are just saying, I don't want to be happy. I don't want that little that little happiness sound like that little sound that causes happiness i don't want to i don't want to is it something that we we condition ourselves not to think it's funny you know and you could be like glenn that's crass and gross and blah 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 well i really don't care because i've thought about this a lot so i really don't care what you have to say because if you're of that mindset where you're like yes i would like to condition myself not to be happy as many times as I fart in my lifetime. I condition myself. I want to train myself not to think that's funny. Then you and me are opposites because I want to be happy as much as possible. And anything that can give me joy or make me laugh, especially just a sound, something as simple as a sound, I want to like embrace that, right? And be like, that's great. That is great. Because I looked up, so I looked up how many times does somebody fart in their lifetime, right? And said, so it's on an average of 14 times a day. And if you live 81, to be 81 years old, that's 500,000, no, 517,387. So that's like, dude, that's like well over half a million, right? 517,000 well over half a million so i mean let's just say that you just personally i would say that you probably try to hold a lot of those in uh unless like when you're around other people so those are just like your private times of joy right that you can have with yourself you know and and like there's so many there's so many questions here when i googled it it just like opened this can of worms and uh like how long does the average one last five seconds um and then it says if you live 80 years that's twenty nine thousand five hundred days let's see that's how many days are in 80 years so seconds of force per day is 100 therefore you get 2,920,000 seconds of farts or 48,666 minutes of farting or 811 hours of farting or 33 
2.79 days of farting. Like, so if you live to be 80 years old, like over a month, you spend doing this, right? And, uh, and then that's just like one person. And there's a lot of people in the world. So, so my argument would be, you know, for those of you who, who don't think that it's funny, you know, you should really think about it because it kind of is. It kind of is. And, and, and you're really giving up, like, you're giving up well over, because if that's just one person that does that, you know, think of all the times that you've heard them or you've been around people. You know, and wouldn't people be a lot more? I know that my like my stomach would feel better if I didn't have to walk around, you know, because you can't just go around just, you know, especially like especially like if you're dating someone, that is the last thing that needs to happen. Like that's the last thing that needs to happen. You know, you don't want to have pit stains, you know. And so like when you first get to know somebody, like if you're dating somebody or going out on a date, it's like. You get the you get the certain dry prescription strength deodorant. You got the Beano, man. You're ready to go. You know you want you want see when like first impressions, even with friends or you know with with I, I imagine kids in school. I never went to school, so I imagine that you don't want to be the kid that farts at school. You know I just can. <clears throat> Excuse me. I can pretty much assume that. And uh, I don't know. I've just thought about it a lot this week because I thought that that was funny because I was like, man, nobody taught my nephew that that was funny. He just heard that sound and that sound made him laugh. And something about that sound is just funny. And, 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 and I was try. I mean, they tried. Like when I was young, they tried so hard to condition me to be a certain way and it just like it, I mean some stuff yeah I, I believe that I was taught when I you know was growing up but like farts not being funny ain't one of them I'll go ahead and tell you because they are I mean I can't help it if I'm if something is funny I'm not gonna say that's not but uh but I was watching the speaking of all that I was watching this show man I was watching the show um earlier in the week and I kind of binged through it in a day and uh it's called Welcome to Plathville, right? And there's these, there's this family. They have like nine kids, and they live in a farm uh, in Georgia. It's a TLC show, right? You know how I'm into all this garbage TV, right? And these people are like, they're uh, they're really religious people, and they're really strict on these kids, right? And uh, and there's like a when I was watching, I was like feeling this range of emotions, right? Which usually I don't feel. I don't feel, um, usually more than, than like I'm happy or sad or, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling like a whole lot of emotions when I'm watching, you know, something like this, but I was watching these kids and there's like an innocence there, right? Because they don't, they don't, uh, have many friends. They're all on this big farm together. They don't have TV. They're not allowed to eat sugar. They're, they're, they're homeschooled. And so like a lot of this kind of reminded me of how I came up, like how, how it was for me when I was a kid, maybe not to the, there's different, I mean, there's differences. Of course there's differences in every family, you know, of course there's, you know, some things their parents were straighter where mine were, were like a little easier on us. And then like vice versa, right? So no two families are exactly the same. 
Like I get that, and I and 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 something that I felt when I watched the show is like, is is these parents love their kids so much, and and I know that my parents love me, and I I think that all parents, if if you're a good parent, I think your goal is like you want to do the best that you can do. You want to be the best parent that you can be, and no parent is ever gonna be perfect, right? Even 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 if it's your intent. You know, if you're like uh, focused in 100% on being the best parent, that you're still gonna screw up. You're still gonna make bad calls, right? The 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 thing that that I found from watching the show is I I found myself identifying with, especially there was this one girl, and I think she was 15, and she was just trying to find her way, right? She was just trying to find her way, and being in that environment like she just felt kind of I don't know it's kind of like you feel claustrophobic I could really identify with it right because I know when I was younger my parents didn't know what to do with me because I I went through this period as a like teenager uh, where I just think that I was trying to find myself it wasn't so much about being I don't think it was so much about being rebellious, right? It was more about I need to figure out who I am because I know I know that what I'm being told and what I'm what I'm allowed to be exposed to like uh like this ain't me, right? And that's really a that's really kind of a weird place to be in when you don't really know what's out there you don't know who you are you don't know who you like and when you're homeschooled you're kind of exposed to a limited amount not that I like if you homeschool like I'm not ever gonna that's just that's what I came up in and so that's all that I know and I'm not ever I would never badmouth somebody that that homeschooled or wanted to homeschool their kid. Like it's just not, it's just not a, it's not my place to do that. If somebody wants to homeschool, like that's their deal. But for me, it made it really. I, it was really tough for me to find myself, and I went through like a, I went through. I think I went through a lot of stuff that I wouldn't have gone through if I had not been exposed to only a limited amount because then when you when you kind of get out in the world and you can you're exposed to everything at once you kind of don't like you kind of don't know what you even like right I remember having I remember going from like zero to 100 miles an hour really quick because like when I got when I was young I can be I could be exposed to like Christian music and classical music right so I don't like this I don't this is not what I like right and then you know and then I was introduced I was allowed to listen to like oldies and Motown and stuff like the Beach Boys and uh and I was like this is getting closer but this ain't it. <laughs> it's like I'm getting closer to something, you know. I don't I don't even think that it dawned on me. Looking back, that's what was happening. But but I was just like, ah. you know, like I'm getting there, I think. 
But uh, but then like when I started listening to just all the music that my parents really like forbade, like uh, I mean I listened to everything, everything I listened to, everything from the Spice Girls to Marilyn Manson, right? And then I kind of settled in the middle and I figured out kind of of like what I like and who I am. And then like I got married so young that that kind of stopped me from discovering myself, right? So cuz cuz like it sounds whack that that I would even say this, but it after I was like in my 30s, after my divorce and I started to figure out things that I liked, right? And that I didn't like, things that I didn't like and things that I liked. Like I started to learn more about myself and it was kind of like it was kind of like uh emotionally blooming at a late age right is kind of what my life has felt like like uh like that's just how it's been for me and so i could identify with this girl you know on the welcome to plathville show and i know that this all sounds like negative you know but this is my podcast and i'm I'm just being honest. I mean, this is a platform where where I can be honest, like, and I don't feel like there's any judgment. Even if there's, if people's listening to this and judging me, it really doesn't. It really, I doesn't care. You know, I don't care. Something that I did, like, I'll say this. I'll say here. Let's put a positive spin on it. Something that I really appreciate that I was brought up because I was brought up not to be materialistic, and uh like uh as far as clothes and name brands and all that and i remember being young and you know kind of seeing people with that stuff and and you know it just wasn't it just wasn't a it it just wasn't a big thing to our family like name brand stuff when i get, did get it when i got older it was all right but it wasn't like something that was Oh, I got to have it. So even now to this day, like I'm just not a very materialistic person, right? I'm not, I don't, I don't, those aren't the things that I value in life or, you know, things that, that I value in life are things that you can't put a price tag on, right? Like, like watching a movie with your kids, like, uh, late at night, maybe it's on a work night, you know? staying up and and you know it's worth being tired the next day to now you can't run yourself to death and i'm not saying trash your immune system but every once in a while you know you you need to put you well you always need to put other people's needs or wants ahead of your own wants i think that that's just try like you should try to do that because you're like that's being a decent person i don't always do that but sometimes like if you have a little kid like and they want to do something with you sometimes you need to put that ahead of what you need because you know there's only so much time that you have your kids right and so you can sleep when you're dead man you know you can sleep when your kids are grown all i'm saying is like I don't know. There's certain things that got instilled in me when I was young that I really, you know, value, you know? So I'm not trying to come off as somebody who's ungrateful or like, oh, I didn't know I was so screwed up from that. I'm just saying from, uh, from a man's perspective, reflecting back 
and seeing somebody and like I felt a lot of I felt compassion I felt empathy for this kid man when I saw her on the show because I was like she is just trying to figure some stuff out man she is just she she has that free spirit and she just wants to she just wants to see what's out there and just see who she is man and express herself and that's a big thing like being a teenager is confusing enough you know and I don't know. I don't know what the answer is for people that, that raise their kids like that because a lot of the other ones seem to just walk the line and be right there. But then you have this one. And I'm like, I was that one. I get that. I totally, like, understand that. And then, and then like, I don't know, some of the homeschooly stuff that you see, you're just like, ah, I remember that. I was listening to a podcast uh I was listening to this this is terrible. This is off topic. But I was listening to a podcast this week. I uh, I forgot what. I was listening to a lot of podcasts, man. And then we're talking about like older kids on a TV show like a reality show or something breastfeeding, right? When they're older. Like if you are breastfeeding, you shouldn't be making memories yet. If you're remembering, you're making memories and you're talking in full sentences, you shouldn't be breastfeeding, right? And so it reminded me of when I was real little, like we were around this homeschool family and this kid walked up and he was probably chest level with his mom. He walked in and said, "Mom, I'm thirsty." And she went to get him something to eat, and he's like, "I want you." And I was like, "What?" Even when I was, even when I was little, I was like, "What is going on right here, man? This is not cool." And I was probably eight, you know. And uh, <laughs> that was something. Who breastfeeds a kid that's like walking around? And uh, I thought I think the kid was a little bit younger than me, but not much. But uh, but anyway, I don't know. Welcome to Plathville. That's a little show. You might not enjoy it. Uh, it's on Hulu. But it just made me reflect back a lot, you know, because I was... It's kind of... I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of a... You're kind of exposed to, like, just this 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 narrow thing because a lot of... That's why a lot of... I mean, even kids that aren't homeschooled, you know, I've read that a lot of kids tend to politically go in the directions that their parents... Like, this is not the rule, but they typically tend to vote the same way their parents did. Like, you kind of adopt. You kind of adopt a lot of, of stuff from your parents, right? And 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 so, that's just naturally. So, when you're homeschooled, that's kind of like a big influence and a big thing and they can kind of block off a lot of stuff that you might be exposed to so it's just a strange it's just a different way to grow up because stuff that 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 kids are exposed to young 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 are like uh are things that some homeschoolers aren't like exposed to until they're like older you know what i'm saying like there was a there was a the kid, one of the older kids on that Welcome to Plathville, he was getting married, right, on his wedding day. It was his wedding day. He's like 21 years old. And he had, let me, I got to take a drink of my, my co-host will talk while I take a drink here. But anyway, this is the zoo's wedding day, right? And he said on his wedding day, his mom came up and like, kind of was like giving him advice about sex, like telling them what to do right 
And to me, I was just like, man, <laughs> that's like, she ruined that kid's wedding day, right? It's just a difference. It's just a difference. And it's just, uh, I don't know. A lot, some of it made me laugh. I'm not going to lie. And I'm not like, I'm not, I know, I have the best parents, man. I have the best parents in the world. And I think, you know, they're older now and they're like, even they're the best grandparents that, that I could ask for, for my children. Right. But, uh, but I was just raised kind of, kind of in a, in a different atmosphere than most. Right. And, and it just took me a minute to find myself and I'm still, I'm still, uh, I still figure stuff out even to this day. And I think that that's something that, uh, I think that's that's something that I value, you know, like the little things in life and discovering new things and figuring out new things. I've learned a lot about myself. Like I'm not I'm not confused about who I am, you know, by any stretch. You know, I'm not I know exactly who I am now, but um maybe not 100%, you know. Um but you know, it just it took me a little longer, I think. But that's something that I just enjoyed. Like, I just enjoy. It was more. It was more. I don't know. It kind of was like a trip down memory lane when I watched it, because I I would just remember so clearly, just wanting to find myself and knowing that I wasn't. I don't know. Like I I had to march to the beat of my own drum, right? And, uh, and that, that's just what, uh, I guess, I mean, I, I, I got to the, I didn't get to the finish line, finish line, but I figured it out, you know? So, so, I mean, maybe it's all for the best. We'll never know. We'll never know. It's not like I can go back and do it again and go through, you know, everything again. But, uh, but anyway, yes, that is the garbage TV that I watched this week. But, uh. Man, happy 4th to y'all. Happy 4th of July weekend. I'm sorry. That was kind of a weird rant. Like, journey inside of my soul. <laughs> it's not... Glenn, that's not funny. You talk about farce. Like, yeah, but that... I mean, that was kind of like I was raised. Like, uh, that's not funny. You don't laugh at... Don't laugh at that. Well, it's funny. I can't help it, man. But uh, I hope everybody has a good 4th. Except for the people, like, if you're overseas... Like, and you're like, what is the 4th? Like, the 4th of July is Independence Day, man. And here in the United States of America is what we celebrate. But, um, so I hope if you're overseas, you just have a good week. You know, you ain't got to have a good 4th. We going to have a good 4th. I got some ribs. I'm excited. I haven't done ribs in a while, like in a long while. But, uh, I bought some ribs and I'm going to like put a rub on them and then I'm going to slow cook them. And then I'm going to finish them with, uh, I'm going to finish them. I'll probably slow cook them about four and a half, four hours with a rub. And then I'll finish them with barbecue sauce, let it caramelize a little bit. I ain't done that in a while, but, uh, I don't know. Fat boys like to eat, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, everybody, everybody have a good week. And, uh, and if you want to contact me, all that info's in the notes of the podcast, what else? Ba 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 ba. I think that's about it, y'all. Take care. Peace out.